It's here, three years in the making. Today is the day. I am so excited to announce that the 90-day daily planner and journal is now available for you. It's going to be such a game changer for you, for your schedule, for your mindset in 2024. I've created 222 pages with the intention to help you create 90 days of success. Each day is going to give you a fresh restart each morning for your mindset and your momentum because you're going to have a journal prompt right next to your daily plan. In this book, I've included daily journal prompts to help you get out of your own way and find momentum, daily planning pages to help you make it happen and stay consistent, weekly planning tools that really helps you make your to-do list feel doable, vision casting to help you align your plan with your values and make sure that the plan you're creating each day is getting to you to where you want to go. Plus, one of my favorite parts is the first week of the journal and planner. Each day, you're going to have a productivity tip for me, like I'm there coaching you through how to create this schedule to help you be effective and efficient in your business and your work so that you can enjoy more freedom in your life. It's like I'm right there with you, walking you through your plan each day. And this is all only for $37 right now. You get all of this goodness packed into a pretty little spiral bound, soft covered book that I know is going to be your new favorite part of your morning routine. It's time to decrease things that hold you back and increase the things that move you forward to that life that you want. And it all starts here with the 90 days of momentum, two in one planner and journal. Get yours now while they're available. Head to coach amberb.com backslash journal. Again, that's coach, C-O-A-C-H, Amber, A-M-B-E-R-B.com backslash journal and order your copy today. Are you a woman who runs the world, but know you need a little support too? Listen up. Through coaching clients and pursuing my own health and ambitions, I found getting to a goal takes more than just willpower. It takes a mindset restart and learning how to adjust and not quit. In this podcast, you'll hear from women out there leading the way in momentum, and I'll be sharing impactful mindset strategies to help you get out of your own way. Whether you're on a health journey, starting your life after a big change, or trying to keep up momentum towards your passion project with all the ups and downs, this is for you. It's time to decrease the things that hold you back and increase the things that move you forward towards a life that you want. I'm Amber Bibelheimer, and this is the Momentum Restart Podcast. You are listening to episode number seven of the Momentum Restart Podcast. And today we are talking about sobriety and how it can be an incredible tool for health. This episode, I believe, is truly for everyone, whether you have a big health and fitness goal that you are aiming for and you know that cutting back on alcohol would help you get there, or whether you are sober curious and just wondering if this is something you could eliminate from your life, either because of addiction or as my guest Stacy today says, 
just for the health of it. Stacy Miller is the creator of The Sober 30, a guided journey to help you live life woke without the burdens of alcohol. She is also a fellow faster weight coach. Stacy is always motivating to me and her story of what she calls going from a mess to a message is incredibly impactful. And I know on today's episode, Stacy is going to be diving into why alcohol is not a replacement for self-care how cutting back or eliminating it can help you in your momentum forward. And she shares her top four tips for cutting back on alcohol because it is a challenge to say the least. Stacy has created an inspirational community for women and her zest for life is an inspiration to me daily. I am so excited for you to hear this interview. So let's jump in. Hi, Stacey. Thank you so much for talking with us today. How are you? I am so good. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Yay. We're so happy to have you here. We have a lot of things to talk about. So let's just jump right in because this is big stuff that you have to share with us today to help us increase that momentum. So you were telling me some startling statistics about the increase in alcohol consumed by women in 2020 because it was quite the year when we were chatting the other day. Could you share some of those here? Oh gosh. Yes. I would love to. Some of them are quite scary and, you know, mind boggling actually. So one that really, really has stuck out to me is 41% more alcohol is being consumed by women now compared to, you know, pre-pandemic life. So basically, if you were having maybe two drinks now in a night, you're having four, you know, almost four. And and that is startling. And that and that quite frankly leads to the next startling statistic, which blew my mind that we, you know, we talked about about 1.8 million people died from the pandemic last year. Well, about three million people died from alcohol abuse. Wow. Um, Yes. Yeah. And, you know, for women, we have to worry so much about, you know, breast cancer and things like that. And a new um, statistic from a Harvard research came out and it was that a third of all breast cancer related cancers could have been prevented most likely if the alcohol consumption was eliminated or reduced. Wow. And that just broke my heart because, you know, I have been sober for eight years. But prior to that, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, I watched my mom go through cancer, not breast cancer, but cancer Mm -hmm. to cancer. Just, you know, these are things as women that it's just like, oh my gosh, we all know someone that has gone through breast cancer. And we know that there's not lots of things we can do, but there are some things we can do to reduce that. So really Yeah, Those are huge and makes sense. I know I'm part of that statistic last year, last year was so stressful and we were in our homes and, um, it was, we didn't have those regular outlets that we usually had. So absolutely. My Mm -hmm. increase was there that 41% for sure. And I hear it so often from clients as well. And I know as a fellow faster way coach, you saw this Mm -hmm. in your clients too, and just noticed it was something that they wanted support with and something that you've experienced personally too. I would love if you could share your story and how you got here. Yes, I would love to. So I've been eight years sober just this past May. And believe me, it did not come easy. It's not just like a one done, you're sober, live a life. Like it's a struggle, you know, and my health and wellness journey has just really elevated over the past few years of that sobriety. And I know 
what really got me here to creating the Sober 30 and to really voicing, you know, my concerns with the toxic mommy wine culture and just our culture in general, you know, really just bringing alcohol to light was, um, you know, my family and some of my clients like just struggled so bad last year to where it was like, they don't even know why they're drinking. They don't even want to drink. Many women said to me, I don't even want to drink. I'm literally sitting in the cul-de-sac with my neighbors because that's all I know to do. When really there was so much other stuff to do, so many other ways you could express your, um, you know, energy and things like that. It's just knowing what to do. And for me, you know, listen, you've got to sometimes get down before you can get up and that's okay. You know, I think us as coaches, we can relate to that, but you know, even as individuals, I'm not going to say that I haven't, you know, thought about drinking again, even a couple years ago when I should have been so happy with my new babies and my new house and all the things. And you just have to really find that way to, to surface that energy and that self care in true self care forms, instead of just, you know, reducing actual, you know, self-worth because that's what happens. Yeah. That is so, so true. So true. And congratulations on eight years sober. That's amazing, Stacey. That is incredible. And I love that you've turned your story into helping other women. You have such a passion for it. It is so apparent every time you talk about this, that you just have such a love and a passion to be able to inspire other women and support them in real life, real time. And I know um, exactly what you're talking about with the, um, like the client drinking in the cul-de-sac. And um, I was talking with friends last year. I know at some point during the pandemic, when we were only talking on Zoom with friends and just doing Zoom parties. And I was talking with one of them and they were saying, she was saying like, I just, she wanted to cut back because she had like a happy hour scheduled every day, like a happy hour Zoom party with somebody or multiple every day. And she said at first it was really helpful, but I'm noticing that the increase in alcohol is actually making me feel worse. And she was saying that she was um, encouraging us to try to swap out that routine with other things and just having that support and another woman to stand up and say like, this is hard. I went through this, we can do this together and then inspire other women. It just made such a ripple effect. And I still uh, reach out to this friend too. We try to support each other to some nights pour kombucha in our wine glass instead of wine, you know, it just makes a huge, huge difference, but it's hard to do that routine for sure. It is. Um, and sure. I, I saw in your a recent Instagram post that you had, you said alcohol is not self-care, which hit me so hard in such a good way. And you said, but you may be treating it that way. And your routine may consist of a bottle of wine a night and the back porch, but let's focus on shifting that to healthier routines. I Mm -hmm. love that you said that. So how does using alcohol as self-care affect our health goals or our life goals? Do you think? Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of people use alcohol as self-care when really it's anything, but it's, it's a hindrance of motivation, which I mean, come on, let's be realistic. Being healthy, eating healthy, working out, that takes motivation in your, in itself in yep. general. So if you're putting, you know, alcohol in your body every single night, 
night. Um, that is affecting your motivation. It is affecting your anxiety. You are not sleeping well. I used to think I slept great. No, girl, I was passing out. There's a difference, you know? <laughs> There's a difference, so, yeah. I mean, that's the thing, though. You really don't realize it until you're on the other side, and you're like, wow, this is sleep. This is you know, all, all the things like getting up and um, going to work every day. You know, I did that great. And I'm sure a lot of other women do. Well, getting on Zoom, that was part of the issue last year is you mm-hmm. didn't have to go anywhere. You know, right. business on the top, party on the bottom. <laughs> and, and what you had in your coffee cup was unknown. So yeah. your motivation, your mental health, when you're not moving your body and motivated and eating clean, you know, the majority of the time, your mental state is affected, which then when your mental state is, you know, on the fritz, we all know that you're not going to be motivated to live a healthy life. And it's just a spiral. It really can quickly become a spiral before you even realize it's there. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true that this same friend that we were talking last year about this situation, and we were both realizing that while, you know, having all these Zoom happy hours was comforting, we named it self-comfort instead of self-care because we kind of quickly realized that then what would happen on Monday morning, you, that low that you have after drinking, then that was what we were bringing into our Monday morning. And mm-hmm. we were just dragging at work, dragging in our workouts and realizing we can't move forward. We can't get yep. forward. And we're just now just trying to get back up to where we were Yes. Instead of starting with a strong Monday, which we you know Monday kind of sets the tone for the whole week. You actually said that one of your podcasts the other day. I listened to your podcast yeah. and you were talking about Monday sets the tone. And I was thinking like, I used to day drink on Sunday because it's Sunday, you know, and the motivation for Monday, it was like terrible, you know, whereas now I'm always excited for a Monday. Yeah. So instead of dreading it, you know, turning that mess into a message and thinking like, oh, we can flip this. But yeah, it's just exciting to kind of hear that correlation come together. Yeah. I love that. And the mess to a message, girl. I love that. That is, that is amazing. That's what you're doing. I love it. This episode is sponsored by the Momentum Restart, the fail-proof system created by me, Coach Amber B, to help keep you accountable to your goals and feeling your best. If you keep starting and quitting the same health program again and again, that doesn't necessarily mean you need to start something new. You really just need to add a Momentum Restart. You can learn more at fasterwaywithamberb.com forward slash restart. Okay. So if someone is listening and trying to cut back or even eliminate alcohol completely in their life, I know that this is not an easy undertaking. I know those nights I try to choose kombucha instead of wine are very hard to Mm -hmm. make myself do. And once I do, I've noticed it's fine. The routine is just holding that glass and talking and relaxing at the end of the day. It's not so much mm-hmm. what's in the cup, but I know that it's hard to take that step. Um, I, I hear this often from my clients so often. It's just so easy to sit down. It's the easy option to pick a glass of wine to sit down, but it takes effort you know, to do yoga or meditate or call a friend. And at the same time, I hear a lot of clients saying that they're so frustrated that they're not seeing progress in their fat loss. And so they're fully aware that alcohol 
uh, drinking three or four nights a week is going to stop fat burn, which is always like, mm-hmm. people are so shocked to hear that. And I'm always have to apologize that that is, that is the truth. I Not always say mention- the truth hurts. I know it, it does. does. It, does. it <laughs> really does. I know. They're like, how many hours until my body starts burning fat again? I'm like, I know you got to decide if it's worth it at night or not. Right. Um, and then besides just the things we were mentioning today, like being able to feel focused on a Monday and start mm-hmm. uh, moving forward. So we can focus on decreasing the things that hold us back, but we also want to increase the things that move us forward. So I would love yep. if you could share with us some helpful tips that you've seen work for you and for your groups to help reduce alcohol in their lives. So I think the number one thing, and I talk about this a lot in the Sober 30, is literally a daily intention. And this isn't anything. I mean, you know, you think about your reducing alcohol, like when you set a daily intention, when you have something to focus on, that alone, our our brains are like pendulums. I mean, they're all over the place. So if we're not telling it what to do, we are already setting ourselves up for failure. And I hate to use the word failure, but when you have a, because I, I don't like that in terms of alcohol, um, you know, trying to reduce, I don't, I shouldn't have even said failure, but that we are setting ourselves up for a harder journey yeah, when we are yeah. not, um, when we are not setting an intention. And this is with anything. I mean, this is health and wellness. This is eating right. This is reducing alcohol. If you already know in the back of your mind, like I'm going to come home and drink tonight, that's what I'm doing, you know, like, or as soon as the clock hits four 30, like it's okay, you know, but if you set that intention to say, you know what, I'm got, I'm going to do a walk. I'm going to set my intention. Um, so setting an intention, having a plan to follow through is one Mm -hmm. of my second things. So that's having a mocktail, planning a walk with a friend, you know, having, um, you know, some, a fun kombucha or whatever you want to drink at home, you know, having that in order is key. And then also this one hurts so bad for people because this is the scariest thing for a lot of people. And that is surrounding yourself with people that are not prioritizing alcohol. And when you are surrounding yourself with people that prioritize what you want to prioritize, and I'm not, it's going to take time. It takes time, you know, but you sometimes have to eliminate yourself from situations or people that are not aligning with your current goals, you know, and that is so important. Um, Find a friend to take a walk with, which is my next, you know, key is moving your body. Yeah. Your body. Yes. Oh, I love all four of those. And those totally make sense. You're right with the intention. Um, our mind is so powerful, like whatever we we think we're going to do, we, that's what we end up doing always. And having that plan makes such a difference. And, um, I read a statistic once that said 90, you're, you are 95% of who you hang out with, like who you spend time with. And so whatever your goals are, for those of you listening, like what your goals are, that's who you want. Not that you can't spend time with other people, but like you're going to be who you hang out with. That's what I try to tell my kids. And I know it's true for all of us, for sure. It is. It's so true. And And it's the hardest and scariest thing because sometimes it's your family members or things like that. So yeah, it is hard. It is. It really is. But I'm so glad that you shared that because you've gone through this and you've experienced it and it's real life. And this is what, this is what it takes to be able to have that momentum forward. And you have had such an amazing impact on so many women and done such incredible things. 
for all the women around you and and your family too. And so it is absolutely worth it. Every time I watch your stories, I just, I know the hard work. I know that you put so much hard work in this and it is paying off tenfold. So I'm so proud of you and I love following you. And can you share with everybody where they can find you or get more support, be able to reach out to you? Definitely. So, um, of course, on Instagram, Stacy T. Miller, S-T-A-C-Y dot T dot Miller. And then um, the Sober30.com is also, you know, a place that you can go, but you can come directly towards me, DM me, send me a message. I will respond. And, you know, I'm here for support. The Sober30 is, you know, always open for entry. So that's exciting, too. It's, you know, a guided journey. And um, it's your journey to have, but we need support in that journey. And I think that's the most important thing. Yeah, that support sure. makes all the difference. And I know you are an amazing supportive coach in all the things that you do. Um, and the Sober 30 is an incredible program that you put together. Yeah. So detailed, so supportive. And I know you put your heart and soul in it. So I will make sure to link all of that in the uh, show notes so people can find you and check that out. Um, what are some other things you have going on um, this month or next month for Sober 30? So we have our Sober September, which is, you know, in full swing. So that's fun. And then, and you can join again at any time you can make the commitment. Um, I also want to remind everybody that just, you know, committing to the Sober 30 doesn't mean you have to say, I'm never drinking again. You know, these are just steps to our self-care, to really reiterating, to live life woke is what I like to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in October, we're going to do booze free um, <laughs> October. So I'm going to have yes. lots of fun things on my socials and in my weekly newsletters, I'm going to be pairing like some fun movies with mocktails. So it'll be fun with like kids or, yes. you know, just some fun holiday things that are going on just so you can really go into the holiday season feeling confident, maybe in some of those parties, confident that, you know, you have your alcohol under control and you're not using it as a crutch because listen, there's holiday blues that come around and this year we don't know what's going to happen, you know? Mm -hmm. So I don't think any of us know what's going on from day to day. So to really continue to keep our anxiety and our self-care in check is key. Yeah. I love that. I'm really excited for the booze free October. That sounds super fun. You can't say it without saying it like that. My husband's like, okay, we get it. (laughs) We understand what you're saying here. (laughs) I love that. That's going to be super fun. I want to do that for sure. And I love that you said that too, that um, committing to the sober 30 can be completely eliminating alcohol, or it can just be a practicing sobriety. Mm -hmm. I think that's a really wonderful skill for everyone to know. Um, I saw a quote once from I think it was Heidi Powell and she said something, I'm, I'm going to get it wrong, but it was something to the effect of uh, like most people say that they would die for their children, but instead we should choose to live for our children. And then she listed a bunch of things, how we can live for our children. One of them was practicing sobriety. And that was an amazing perspective change for me. And I know <laughs> I, from time to time, try to do like a sober free month or something like that, just so that I can, and I'm making sure that I have control over my situation and make sure it's something that's not taking over. And it's kind of a check-in with myself to see Mm -hmm. like, is this something I can do right now? And if not, then we need to talk about that. So I think it's a really wonderful skill to be able to do. And then when I do that, it opens up the first few weeks are so hard, but then it opens up such beautiful self-care that I didn't realize I was missing. So it Mm -hmm. is an incredible skill to have 
And I'm so glad that you are teaching this. And I will make sure to link all the things in the show notes so people can find you. And I love to end our chat with a chance to get to know you a little bit better too. So I've got two questions for you. Okay. Speaking of self-care, what's your favorite way to self-care? Well, I am a massage junkie. I love to get massages, but I also love my walks. I am a walker and I mean, I just love to take my walks, but if it's something that I'm like paying for, a massage (laughs) is where it's at. I mean, you can't go wrong with a massage, right? Uh -uh, And I love your walks because you usually take us with you on Instagram. And that is when you are so motivated. And if you guys Mm -hmm. out there ever need or like having a day where you're like, I just don't, I'm not feeling it today. Go watch Stacy because she will kick your butt and make you get up and do the dang thing because you are so pumped on those walks and I love it. It's so good. Walk Um, and talk. It is walk and talk. You do it. And then what is your go-to Starbucks order? Okay. I'm a black coffee drinker. I am boring. I am a you black are not coffee boring. You are classic. Yep. If I go to Starbucks, it's a Pike place, but typically mm-hmm. I am a espresso gal at home. Oh, That's okay. just me. Or like a local coffee shop, but I am a black coffee drinker. So yeah. that is it. You know, what's interesting, I'm learning more and more, any faster way coaches, even if we used to drink something else, now we're black coffee drinkers. Totally. (laughs) Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. We've kind of trained ourselves out of all that heavy cream and sugar in the morning. It's kind of funny. Mm -hmm. Yep. I've always been a black coffee drinker. So even through the faster way, like it wasn't a thing, but you know, it, the Nespresso definitely ups the experience. Yeah, it does. So. That is that is pretty fancy. Sure. I love it. Thank you so much for chatting today and we'll talk with you later. Thanks for having me on. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you found inspiration from today's podcast, please snap a screenshot of this and post it on Instagram so that other ambitious women just like you can find this podcast easily. Tag me at Coach Amber B. And don't forget to hit subscribe, rate, and review so that you can get access to each and every episode of the Momentum Restart podcast. See you all next time.